Good morning, Minneapolis, and other beautiful cities around the world, and Tucson, obviously, because that's where I'm living. I know I'm a little bit quiet, but here in Tucson, where I am, it's one. One thing I really wanted to talk about was that um, this new term, neurodivergent. And like I know, like neurodivergent can mean many things. Like someone's on the spectrum of autism or ADHD or depression or something like that. I'm not sure, and I'm ignorant in regards to that terminology. But one thing I'm not ignorant about is addiction. And I recently read an article. Um. I wish I could really find the article. It was on Facebook. And that's the reason why I hate referencing things on Facebook because sometimes they're not dot gov, you know, like they're not reliable. But lucky, I'm not gonna, you know, reference it directly, but I'm gonna say like, hey, the thing is I read this article and it had this main idea and I promise I will reference it once I find it but it said basically that addiction was an, a learning process it's a learning disability because a lot of people don't understand addiction they think that people you know try to like they drink for choice and yeah maybe it is a drug of choice but for me it makes me really upset when people say like hey someone's an addict and this is their drug of choice girl if i could choose any other drug i'd choose water like it's not a choice like for me it's really frustrating when people like use that terminology like, I would rather say, like, hey, you know, people have a problem with this particular substance. Does it mean that they're going to use it? Absolutely. Because me, in my addiction, I love drinking. Like, that's the problem, is that I genuinely feel comfortable on how I feel. And, like, in normal life, normal life is sometimes kind of confusing. Sometimes it's a little bit scary. Sometimes it's... You have to feel so much more than you feel like you should. You know, like, it's hard sometimes. Like, for example, like, going down the street and going to the, you know, going to a party or a dinner plan. And all these people are talking to you. And you're looking at them straight in the face. And they're telling you their names. One thing is, I'm a professional being. You know, like, I'm a therapist. Like, it's important for me to intellectually comprehend and remember names. Like, that, that is a professional attribute of my job. But the thing is, it's hard for me to remember names. It really is. It's hard for me to comprehend names. And you know why? It's because when I look at someone's face, it's genuinely distracting. It is. Because someone tells you their name, but their name is more than them. You know what I mean? Like, you understand a person and you see them. 
and they say, hey, my name is John, whatever. And, but when they say that to you, you know, the way that they, you know, move their eyebrows, the way that they move their lips, the way that they move their eyes, that is genuinely distracting. So how, if you're so distracted by those particular features, how can you comprehend or remember someone's name? It just doesn't genuinely make sense. It really doesn't. And, I don't know, some things are just genuinely hard in life sometimes. And I'm not saying, like, I think that, like, for example, I'm a person that has depression. Um, I'm not, like, a clinical professional, I'm not a doctor, so I can't say what is specific in regards to diagnosing someone with depression. I'm also, like, a very superstitious person, so, like, I don't believe in Western medicine. I will never want to take Zoloft. I took it once, and I felt like I was underwater, like, I couldn't even breathe, like, all my world was different. I also took Zoloft and, like, other, like, depression medications when I was later on in life. You know, like, I had already spent about... 27 years in my regular life experiencing life for me that was normal and for me that is comforting like I feel like sometimes people are like oh my god you're so like you're depressed like or even like I'm not saying I'm this way but even someone who is potentially suicidal that doesn't mean that they're gonna do that that just means that their brain just has a little bit lower dopamine levels. You know, it doesn't mean that they don't enjoy life. I genuinely enjoy life. It's just that, you know, sometimes things are a little bit more expensive for me. A little bit harder for me. And I'm not making this as an excuse. I'm 30. I made it this far along, guys. I'm not complaining like I love my life and I love my family but I'm not gonna lie sometimes life is hard to comprehend especially when there are so many noisy things going on and especially when you know people have these pre-existing notions of addiction they're like hey you know what as an addict you know you're a shysty person of course you're a shysty person because as an addict, sometimes you have to lie. People don't understand. They don't want to see you dying. They don't want to gradually see you committing suicide and, you know, like, engaging in a substance. Like, that makes sense, you know, to anyone. But as a person that is depressed, you know, you know that that's not right, you know, like, you, like for me anyway, like, some people do commit suicide, and, you know, it's their choice, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate, because I've had friends that did this, and I can honestly comprehend to why they did, you know, life is hard, it's a hard journey, and it's not always easy for everyone, it's not. And some of us really need a lot of drive 
And I'm not saying, like, you know, like, keep tabs on people. I'm just saying, like, you know, sometimes you have to put forth a little bit of understanding. Because I have friends where their son and, you know, my friend commit suicide and stuff. The reason for that is because life is freaking hard, okay? Like, it's hard to understand. Sometimes it's hard to understand people's feelings. Sometimes it's hard to understand why certain things are important. I'm not saying that I specifically feel this way, but there are some things that I can genuinely relate. Like me, I genuinely enjoy just sitting outside and listening to the trees. I genuinely love doing that. I genuinely like sitting in silence and being by myself. That that is enjoyable for me and when I hear a lot of noise it overstimulates me and it makes me upset and like it just it's just how life is sometimes sometimes life is noisy and you have to acknowledge and kind of comprehend the noise and sometimes you know the other people in your lives they comprehend something so important that you might not think it's as important, you know? Like, you have to acknowledge that. And I, I feel like for some people this is common sense, but for some people it's not common sense. Some people, we have to learn this. And for me, I know this sounds tragic, but don't think of it that way. Like, the way that I grew up is I endured a little bit of abuse. So, the way that I comprehend the world is based on that particular abuse and also the healing that I have gone through. So, I know that in my body, like, regardless of fault, I still have a chance of love and I still have a chance of you know growing and I I deserve a chance that's the thing is that I had to learn this like as a human being we deserve a chance even if we are feeling that we are so incapable or that we're not trustworthy for whatever reason because some of us are overthinkers and me, I'm an overthinker, you know, in my life, a lot of people are like, oh my god, you work a lot, you're like, uh, workaholic, well, absolutely I am, I have to keep myself busy, because if I'm too in tune with myself, it gets, it gets messy, like, I can't have too much free time, I am not privileged that much, where I can enjoy myself freely, because otherwise, I speculate so highly about what's going on in life and I, I'm a worrywart what they like to call a worrywart <laughs> I like to worry about everything and I and I worry about like hey my loved ones told me this or they think about this about me and like it's not that I choose this it's just how life is you know and I think that sometimes it's important to understand that you know Opinions are opinions, they're not harmful. But 
but at the same time, life is so individualized. And I know I'm over talking. <laughs> I know that. But that's why I have a podcast, because I like to talk. I like to express my feelings. And I like to say, like, hey, you know, I hope that I'm not alone in this struggle. I hope I'm not alone in this being. Like, because some of us, like, for example, like my friend Colton, he had depression. And he lost his depression. He had a chronic illness. And he died because he felt that suicide was a better option. And for people that have a tremendous amount of depression or low dopamine levels, they speculate this way. Because they're like, hey, you know what, people don't care about me. But what you have to realize as a person that has a tremendous amount of low dopamine levels and also depression is that like, life is really situational. And, like, what really helps me is to make life fun. Like, being like, hey, you know what? I'm at home. I'm, you know, like, hanging out with my dogs. Like, it's enjoyable. Like, for me, personally, like, I just genuinely like to walk around in nature. I like to, like, lay out a blanket and listen to the trees and how the wind rustles through their leaves. And I like to hang out with my dogs and snuggle with them because that's just what makes me happy. You might look like a crazy person, but at the same time, like, this is how we will survive. You know, like, sometimes life just has a lot of feeling, and it hurts. But the thing is, you know, you don't have to end it because of that hurt. You can discover, like, what you need. Like, for example, like, me, I need to work. And, sure, like, it might... I'm gonna be real. Like I've I've had my ex like fiancés tell me, like, hey, you know what, you're a workaholic. You know, you work a lot. Well yes, I do work a lot because this is what's gonna make me have a significant value in my life. This is what's gonna motivate me to live on. Like if I'm working, if I'm working hard, if I'm making a significant impact in my community and like you know contributing money for my family or whatever like for me that's enough validation to keep going and the thing is depression is hard because it likes to fool you it likes to push you down and say like hey nobody really likes you because that's how everyone feels they're like hey you know what no one really really likes you because of this 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 or whatever validation that you choose is so validating in your life but the thing is like you're a human being you deserve this well-being and like people that genuinely care they'll be there you know they'll be there and I don't know if I'm a privileged person but I have people in my life that genuinely think highly of me (laughs) surprisingly (laughs) thank god but like at the same time it's for good reason and it's because I work hard and I like genuinely try and so like even if you're really feeling depressed and if you're really feeling down and you're like man suicide is the only way just think about it though like you're a human being you have the right to make mistakes and like 
for people that are really depressed, they will use anything to validate their low self-esteem. You know, like, you'll mess up at work, and you'll be like, yep, that, that validates to why I shouldn't even be living on this earth. It's true, though. But, like, don't let that happen. Like, be strong for you. And if you don't want to be strong for you, because I understand that, too, like, <laughs> sometimes I'm not my best friend. But the thing is, life is a journey, and just treat it as a journey. Like, we want to go about this journey, and we want to have an extravagant journey, and be like, hey, you know what? There are people that genuinely enjoy our company. There are people that genuinely love us. So just live for those people, if anything at all. You know, and be as genuinely personal as possible. Be like, hey, this is me. Sometimes we might not be the best of people. But the thing is, like I say every time in my podcast, because we're a human being, we have a chance. We are given this chance. And before I say goodbye, I want to let you know that you should do something good for yourself. Listen to your favorite song. You know, make sure you have breakfast. Tomorrow, I'm going to go to the Botanical Gardens in Tucson. I'm going to be looking at plants because I'm a nerd like that. Like, plants and animals make me feel at home. Like, I'll go to the Botanical Gardens, sniff the flowers with my dogs. And it's, like, it's the one day at the Botanical Gardens that you can bring your dogs. And I'm about to bring them because... Absolutely love my dogs. They're so fuzzy and they're so warm and they're so loving and nature just makes me feel alive. So do something good for yourself. Do something that you genuinely enjoy. And safest, 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 safest of travels.